we put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Following the FBI raid on Project Veritas, the federal government must now pay over $45,000. So the FBI took my phones, still have them, and wanted to charge me with the costs of protecting my private data. Well, just recently, the district court rejected the government's position and agreed in yet another historic victory for Project Veritas, the government must pay half the cost of the special master it didn't want. And we are just getting started. As the government began attempting to peruse my constitutionally protected communications with my attorneys, sources, and donors, my lawyers were already asking for a special master a private attorney given the power by the federal court to oversee the government's searches of my devices. The government didn't want this. They fought it, claiming I was not a journalist because blogs said so. They said I wasn't a journalist because I don't get the permission from the people I report on, and I use, quote, non-consensual recordings. Unbelievable. The district court rejected those claims, of course, appointed a special master, and charged her with the protection of my journalistic privileges. They even use the word journalistic privilege in the order. Special masters are rarely appointed, so this was already a historic victory. But the feds pushed harder, and the rarity of these cases means there isn't much precedence. The government cited not a single case where a journalist was forced to pay for the right to call upon his First Amendment protections 
from prying government eyes. In this order, the federal judge writes, quote, the government objects to the recommendation of the special master, arguing the petitioner should bear the full cost of the special master's compensation. But the court did not appoint the special master solely because petitioners, that's me, requested it. As the court explained in its order, the court appointed the special master to ensure that the procedure adopted not only be fair, but also appear to be fair and to protect the public's confidence in the administration of justice. In the coming weeks, the government will be forced to pay more than $45,000 for the raid they never should have executed in the first place. And we're only just getting started. Your support is helping us successfully fight for the First Amendment and ensure it survives this affront to freedom of the press. And to the government hacks who want to place a price tag on our rights, how dare you? When you lose, and you will lose, your career downfall will have only just begun. You picked the wrong fight with the wrong man and the wrong organization. That is a scary, scary thought. When you have James O'Keefe and Project Veritas breathing down your neck, whether you are a guilty party in a university, whether you're a guilty party in politics, and even if you are a guilty part, uh, party in the United States government, and when you have somebody with truth, justice, and the law on their side, and somebody with courage, like James O'Keefe has, that is a bad combination for any of these federal government corrupt agencies that continue to come after him. Silence him. Silence independent media silence journalism silence the right to freedom of speech the right to a free press basically everything that they said james o'keefe's organization project veritas uh wasn't citing that they did this or that the wrong way or didn't have consent they basically described good old-fashioned journalism and it's sad to see that good old-fashioned journalism is dead Almost a sadness. Well, you know what? At worse than Biden's gas prices. You know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you for joining in this evening. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you for allowing me to do this every single day. We're actually going to be opening up the show, the first and the foremost section today, talking about journalism, talking about what it means to stand up, and talking about what you can actually accomplish when you do. See, ladies and gentlemen, America is not lost. America is not gone. And her founding values and foundations are also not lost or gone. We the people are the ones that are lost. We the people are the ones that have been dumbed down for so long that we've forgotten what we learned in school. The Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Federalist Papers, the Declaration of Independence, and good old-fashioned Judeo-Christian values. But now that we are awake, awake not woke, I feel sorry for anybody who gets in our way. Look, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to do a little something different. I know I've been reading emails a lot lately, but there's been somebody in the comments threads of our social media for quite some time now 
who has been very, very angry and at times very rude, very condescending, and very mean to people. And we've kept our arms open for him as mad as some people got. I want to read you an email testimony that I got today from this individual, and I hope he's watching. Jeremy, I wanted to thank you for saving my life. Well, don't thank me. Thank God. All glory goes to God, number one, sir. I've been at the end of my rope for quite some time now, lost and lashing out at others in desperation, like on your show. Recently, I saw Jason Gray in concert and felt God when he was talking about how God saved him in the darkest times of despair. I am there. Then just today, I happened to stumble upon a rerun of Billy Graham, a Billy Graham sermon. I know I don't deserve forgiveness of any kind, but I asked God to forgive me of my sins and come into my heart. I then went out and bought myself a Bible, and I am blown away by what I am reading. I've been so full of hate and anger for so long, and I believe it's because of your show that I've made it this long without killing myself and ending it all. I don't know. I don't. I know I don't deserve any time of day from you or your listeners, but if you could please forgive me, I will never interrupt your show again. I know that was wrong. Thanks for what you do. And again, thank you for saving my life. You do deserve forgiveness. You are forgiven by me and everybody in this live from America family and everybody watching on Real America's Voice News. But our forgiveness isn't what matters. It's God's forgiveness. And sir, if this is real and I'm only going to take you at face value that it is, I want to say thank you for being a man. Thank you for continuing to not shut the door on God. And thank you for encouraging and inspiring me, our producer here at Live from America, and everybody watching. I know some are going to say he's done this before. He did do this before in a comment thread at one point, but this is the first time I've ever seen an email opened up like this, and how can I say it's not true? So for everybody out there, this is a good thing. This is a good testimony, and this is a good thing, and we will pray for that individual to get better. I'd also like to ask for prayers, if I could, for Joyce Tharp. She is in the hospital twice this month, and she's going through a lot of problems right now. But I'd like to say hello to Brian Tharp and hello to uh, Joyce Tharp and let you know that we will be praying for you, that you uh, experience the full power of God and restoration and healing in your life. Folks, let's go to the Lord now. And let's ask for our own forgiveness as we've got our own demons and our own sin to repent for. Here we go. March 22nd, year of our Lord, 2022. One of the best ways to find strength for your journey is to give me thanks and praise. Thanksgiving and praise lift your perspective from your worries and woes to the glorious treasure you have in me. The more you praise me, the closer to me that you will grow. And that is true. The more you talk to God throughout the day, the better you do feel. Psalm 104 and 5 teaches us, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His, faithful, his faithfulness continues through all generations. And from Psalm 136, 1 through 3, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods for the steadfast love endures 
forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords for his steadfast love endures forever. And before you turn out the light, intimately I align your heart with mine by simply giving thanks before you go to sleep tonight. It's that easy. And maybe that's what Freddie did. And maybe that's what so many people in the world need to do. And if that's the case, please join with us right now. Join with us in prayer. Remove your hats if you're wearing one. Give glory to God. Give respect to God as we say the Lord's Prayer. And if you don't know it, just merely close your eyes and bow your head. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I don't know what I would do without the ability to be able to go right to God myself. And I hope most of you, that are, I hope all of you that are watching this, understand that there never needs to be a middleman. You can go right to God yourself and you can have a conversation with your father any time of the day that you so please, folks. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. If you enjoy the show, please stay tuned. We will be right back right after this. So, yes, I know Freddie has done this before, folks, but you got to understand when you're reading this and the way it was written, you can't ignore it. And I cannot think at, for any second that it's not true. Because that would be all that somebody would need to turn them away from the love of God is somebody condemning their testimony to you. I would never do that. I would never do that. Sheila said, Freddie, if you were sincere and asked for Jesus to forgive you and save you, he did. Amen. Already. He already has. Freddie's definitely was a troubled soul. But rival says, amen, girl. I also want to give you take this time to thank some of you that are that are here every single day. J&M Riso from Pennsylvania got those armor of, God, oh, armor of God charms, those little metal charms. Those things are awesome, and I want to say thank you so, so very much. Roxy uh, Malone from Wisconsin, thank you very much. Thank you very, very much uh, for the 100000 Trump dollar. Suzanne Silvers from Washington. Silvers, yes, from Washington. Thank you very much for your note and your donation. It is very much appreciated. Carol Morris from Michigan, thank you again for your card and your monthly donation. Mary Graves from Wisconsin, for your card and your donation, you kind, loving woman, you. God bless you. Terry Katzen from South Dakota, thank you for yours as well. Jennifer Love from Florida, thank you for your card and your donation. Judy Gansert from my home state of Illinois. Thank you for your donation. I got a lot of you here, so please let me go through. Um, Deborah Yoakum, God bless you as always, and your beautiful, wonderful sister. Thank you for all you do. Bridget Morris from Colorado. Um, thank you so very much. God bless you. Steve uh, Dockendorf from Florida, the DVD. God bless you, sir. I have not a chance to see it yet, but I will, I promise you. Pete Holmes, Thank you for the Bibles. Janet Milton for the donation. God bless you. Donna Jones for the family Bible devotional and the donation. That happens to be at our house right now. My wife and I could not, it could not be a better time for you to send that. We need some 
We need some close family moments right now in our house, and that's going to do us very well. And Barbara King, God bless you, and thank you for your donation as well. It's always appreciated. You guys are wonderful, loving people, and I wouldn't be able to do this job without you. And you'd have to rely on, well, there's other people I guess you can rely on, but thank you so very much either way. Did the $100,000 Trump bill come from Stormy Daniels? (laughs) That's good. Thank you very much for that laugh. I appreciate that. All right, here we go. Let's come back from this commercial break and go right to the first and foremost section. Please share the video. We're looking for 1,000 shares, so let's be strong at that, shall we? You're with me here on Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell here on Real America's Voice News. We're going to get ready for our first and foremost section of the evening, and we will be continuing with Project Veritas However, put your cups up and let's have our first slurp of the evening. I have coffee. You can have whatever you have. I'm sure in some households, it'll definitely be a wine uh, at this time of the evening. All right. I want to start this uh, the show off continuing with the fight that Project Veritas and James O'Keefe is in right now. Not just for themselves, not just for their company, but for the entire United States of America. Project Veritas has always and will always fight for what is right. And all of us fall in that realm of wanting good over evil. We want to do right over wrong. And that's what Project Veritas has been doing for quite some time. The breaking news of today, however, is not the $45,000 that the federal government has ordered to pay. Like they care anyway. It's just your taxpayer dollars. No, folks, the breaking news of today concerning Project Veritas and James O'Keefe is that it is now confirmed that the Biden Department of Justice ran by little Garland, uh, what do we call him? A garden gnome, Gar, uh, Merrick Garland, garden gnome Garland, There's, that's what it is, um, spied on Project Veritas, much like they spied on President Donald J. Trump. Look, if they're going to spy on an, inco- a, 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 an incoming presidential candidate, if they're going to spy on him and then they're going to spy on a sitting and duly elected president, then what makes anybody think that they're not going to take their time, abuse their power, and go along with their agenda of spying on anybody who brings any kind of risk to them, anybody that could bring any kind of harm to their narrative of the globalist NWO, like Joe Biden said earlier on this morning show. Anything that could possibly blow over their little house of cards, they don't want any part of, and they will do everything they can to stop them, which is what they have done to Project Veritas as well. They spied on Project Veritas as journalists with sealed search warrants and then concealed all communications from a U.S. sitting federal judge. These people know no bounds. You want to know why? Because we've given them an inch too long. You know when you allow your kid to do something and they do a little bit more and then you allow your kid to do some more and then they do a little bit more? The federal government is like a wild child out of control that you have overfed and given far too many chances to and now they're just running amok. Now they're just running amok. James O'Keefe revealed today that the Biden Department of Justice spied on his journalists with sealed search warrants. Project Veritas obtained legal documents from Microsoft Corporation, revealing that the DOJ obtained an extensive and two sealed search warrants 
an extension, excuse me, on two sealed search warrants after a federal judge denied the department's efforts to, quote, unsupervised and unfettered access to privileged emails and contacts of eight Project Veritas's journalists. They did it anyway. According to James O'Keefe, Judge Torres ruled that federal prosecutors must be supervised by a special master to protect the journalists' First Amendment rights. The documents obtained by Project Veritas proved that the DOJ went behind Judge Torres's back and ignored the order and tried to hide the fact that they obtained communication through Project Veritas journalists. Folks, this federal government is not only too big, is not only out of control, but they think they're untouchable. Let's touch them, huh? Let's do like AT&T used to say and reach out and touch somebody and let them know just how untouchable they really are. And no, that is a metaphor. I am not speaking in any kind of a uh, of real manner that we should do any kind of physical harm to them. I think anybody here that knows what I'm saying knows what I'm saying. You know, kind of like how we all understood Jesus when he spoke in parables. If you're listening for it, you get it. You know what I'm talking about. Bombshell Microsoft Corporation legal documents released by Project Veritas reveal that the Department of Justice filed a series of secret warrants, orders, and subpoena to uh, to uh, collect private uh, privileged, excuse me, and constitutionally protected communications and contacts of eight journalists. The Department of Justice then muzzled Microsoft from disclosing these orders via a series of secrecy orders signed by magistrates that they went to secretly and quietly. These people know no bounds. They're disgusting. The documents further reveal that the DOJ then went behind U.S. District Attorney Judges um, Annalisa Torres' back to obtain the extension on the gag orders on Microsoft from magistrate judges that Judge Torres ruled Project Veritas was entitled to journalistic privileges. Look, I think James O'Keefe could tell you this a lot more, a lot better than I can. So we're just going to go to a recent video put out by the man himself. Here is James O'Keefe explaining exactly what in the heck is going on in our corrupt federal government. By the way, these are the same people that tell you to stand with Zelensky because he's a hero. Project Veritas has just obtained documents showing the SDNY was spying on Project Veritas journalists well before the FBI raided the homes of our journalists last November, secretly reading our emails, concealing that from the court in our case against the SDNY. This is a fundamental, intolerable abridgment of the First Amendment by the Department of Justice. In November 2021, the FBI raids our homes and seizes 47 electronic devices, including cell phones, laptops, and thumb drives. Within five days, U.S. District Court Judge Annalisa Torres ordered the Southern District of New York to pause its review of my devices, and within a month, ordered the SDNY to turn our seized materials over to a special master who had supervised the SDNY's review to protect our First Amendment and journalistic privileges. Recently obtained legal documents from Microsoft Corporation reveal that despite Judge Torres's orders, between November 2020 and April 2021, the Department of Justice went to six magistrates and obtained a series of secret warrants, orders, and a subpoena to surreptitiously collect privileged communications and contacts of eight American journalists, myself included, from Microsoft. 
The DOJ even sought and obtained numerous secrecy orders preventing Microsoft from disclosing the surveillance to anyone. The SDNY also went around Judge Torres and the special master and obtained two secrecy orders after the special master had been appointed. Project Veritas is immediately filing a motion demanding that the federal government disclose if it engaged in covert spying of our journalists by secretly demanding production of our protected materials from any other businesses like Microsoft. The SDNY's surveillance of Project Veritas journalists was done as part of the DOJ's unprecedented investigation into Ashley Biden's diary. As far as we know, federal law enforcement has never before investigated an abandoned diary. The documents collected from these email accounts date back as far as January 2020, eight months before we even knew the diary existed. As Project Veritas motion says, the fact that the government secretly obtained emails from three different Project Veritas journalists dating back from eight months prior to the news gathering conduct that the government is scrutinizing shocks the conscience. While the special master litigation proceeded, the government apparently misled the court by omission, by not disclosing that it had already obtained other privileged materials. The S Folks, I want to just basically just wrap up the rest of what James is saying, and he's basically going to leave off with this video the same way he left off with the cold open video, and that is, we're coming for you. You messed with the wrong team, and I believe him. I believe him. And you know what, folks? So does the federal government. That's why they took the time to break laws and break rules and break judgments from federal judges. That's why they took the time to go through with this. They've got an elaborate scheme. They've been spying on every single one of us forever. They've been spying on every, on every single one of us since George Bush gave them the, uh, the Patriots Act. And ever since then, they've been violating our rights, but they're doing it now more than ever. They're doing it now more than ever. So for all of his hard work, he's, you know what, folks, there isn't, uh, there isn't a limit to how many we'll, of these that we will give away. For all of his hard works and all of his efforts. Smarty Award, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. As warranted. And I think he deserves it, don't you? All right, moving on to another patriot, another fighter, another person that not only the federal government is scared of, but every Democrat in Florida. Yes, gentle, ladies and gentlemen, that is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, the people's governor, the United States of America of America's governor, Florida Ron DeSantis. He's come out. <laughs> I love this guy. Ron DeSantis has come out and publicly publicly claimed that the winner of the NCAA's 500-yard uh, freestyle race is not William Leah Thomas. Nope. Governor Ron DeSantis has publicly come out against the woke decision of the NCAA to allow William Leah Thomas to be labeled as the winner in this unfair competition by officially, officially recognizing Sarasota, Florida's native Emma Wyant, as the fastest women's competitor and the official winner look at what the NCAA has done. Uh, of this race, folks. We actually have video of Ron DeSantis talking about this. Let's go to that right now. By allowing 
basically men to compete in women's athletics, in this case the swimming, you had the number one woman who finished was from Sarasota, Emin Wyant. She won the silver medal. She's been an absolute superstar her whole career. I mean, to, to compete at that level is very, very difficult, and you don't just roll out of bed and do it. That takes grit. That takes determination. And she had the fastest time uh, of any woman in college athletics. Now, the NCAA uh, is basically taking efforts to destroy women's athletics. They're trying to undermine the integrity of the competition, and they're crowning somebody else uh, the woman's champion. And we think that's wrong. This is a Floridian who I think deserves to be recognized. You know, we're going to be doing a proclamation uh, saying uh, that Emma is the best female swimmer in the 500-meter freestyle because she earned that. And we need to stop allowing organizations like the NCAA to perpetuate frauds on the public. And that's exactly what they're doing. They are putting ideology ahead of opportunity for women athletes. Uh, and I think that there's just some people that are afraid to speak out. You well, you know what? There is the future president of the United States of America. Maybe not this time around, but definitely has a future in that White House, ladies and gentlemen, because he dictates. I shouldn't say that dictates. He governs. Joe Biden dictates. Ron DeSantis governs the way his people want him to govern. Isn't that a isn't that a weird concept? You know, actually governing the way the people want you to govern, govern, and not the way that you or your or some globalist puppet party wants you to govern. Amazing concept, isn't it? Just do what the people want that elected you to go there. Crazy. We'll be right back with more live from America right after this. I love that guy. I don't know about you, but I love that guy. Hey, I'm going to jump over to Getter real quick. I want to see what's going on over there on Getterland. Roxy, how you doing? Good to see you. Brian, thank you very much. We just, uh, we, I think we mentioned you in the very beginning there. Ruby Hines, how you doing? Sheila, I'm from Arizona, but we are definitely talking about moving to Florida. Well, good for you. Bree K, how you doing over there on Getter? God bless you folks over there. If you could do me a big, huge favor. And share that getter feed. We should do one aggressive every time we take a commercial break in the night show. The night show seems to have a little less viewers than the day show. Uh, every time we do a commercial break, if we do an aggressive round of sharing, and it doesn't have to be on your walls on Facebook, it can be to groups, it can be to like, you know, individuals, uh, then we get the word out there and we get it out there faster than ever. So, uh, but Ron DeSantis, man, that guy is a, he is a rock star. He is an absolute rock star and really he's not done anything except for do what the people ask him to do i mean that's like i said what a crazy concept right i wish uh governor snoo here in new hampshire was half the governor that ron DeSantis is that's what i wish that would be a great that would be a uh be a great day for new hampshire um unfortunately i think new hampshire is starting to slip into the same direction as every other state here in new england which is very woke and very blue but we'll see how that goes. We've got a lot of Uniparty people up here. Bad Moon says, Jeremy, thank you for the hat and the T-shirt. You are welcome. You're welcome. I don't think any of these people were rightfully elected. Probably 20%. You know, I think about that a lot, too. I think about that a lot, too. I'm wondering how many of these people were actually duly elected and how many actually lied to get there and, and cheated. I mean, now that we know what they're capable of, how long has it been going on? I think... You know what's the good thing about this is? Is they set the precedent that executive pri privilege does not exist. 
They've already set that precedent. So since executive privilege doesn't seem to exist anymore, when we take over, and we will, we're going back far, and we're grabbing all of you warmongering criminals. That includes you, George Bush. That includes you. This new Republican Party is not playing around. Not playing around. Jeremy, say hi to Matt. He's home on vacation watching twice a day. Hi, Matt. Hope you're enjoying your vacation. I appreciate you watching, brother. God bless you, man. Keep pushing back on the transgender crap. Sooner or later, the other side will relent. Exactly. They hope that we give up. That is their hope. That is their entire hope is that we give up. But we're not going to. No, no, no. Here we go. And you're live right here with Jeremy Harrell on Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. I want to give a big shout out to Pluto. I want to give a big shout out to Roku and Fire Stick, Dish TV, Samsung, Apple, Android TV, all of you guys who are just uh, just awesome partners of Real America's Voice News and my distribution partners at Real America's Voice News. God bless you guys. And thank you for giving me different opportunities to do different things to really broaden my uh, horizon and expand my experiences for my viewers. It's an honor to be here. All right, let's move on, folks. CNN. <laughs> I mean, we go from talking about Project Veritas to CNN. I know it makes you sick, but we've got to do it because this fits their narrative. CNN's Jeffrey Zooming Tubin, you remember him, the Zoomer who got caught doing some pretty bad things on a Zoom call with his other fellow CNN workers? Got his job back, though, didn't he? Anyway, Jeffrey Zooming Tubin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Zooming Tubin. All right, he decided to put his pants on just for a minute and defend Supreme Court nominee Kentaji Brown Jackson's narrative that she acted appropriately when sentencing guidelines, with sentencing guidelines, excuse me, for child porn cases. All right, folks, you've not heard me talk much about this Senate hearing, uh, this Senate confirmation hearing. Why? Because she's a shoo-in. She's a shoo-in because, look, even if all Republicans held out, all you need is a majority for a Senate confirmation, and they've got that. But I'd be willing to bet that probably in between 14 and 18 Republicans are going to actually vote for her. It's a shoe in So all of this is just a reality TV show. We know she's a far-left loon. We know they're going to pick the, far le- the most far-left person they could possibly think of. The woman wants to kill babies. The woman wants to let child pornography and pedophiles on the streets. The woman uh, it, it does not believe that the Constitution is set in stone. She believes it's a living, breathing document that can be changed. I mean, the woman is just far, far left. And the reason I've not given it the time of day is because there's nothing that we're going to do to stop it, although we can expose her for what she is. But I mean, all you have to do is look at the people who appointed her. Look at what they're doing. Look at what they've done to this country. Look what they've done to the world. Anyway, let's move on to this because of her poor, poor, poor uh, past in giving pedophiles and and, and child uh, pornography uh, felons the time that they deserve in prison, she's basically given them no time at all. And it didn't take long for Jeffrey Zubin Tubin to come out in defense of the narrative that her sentencing guidelines were actually right on par with what you should do. This is the kind of... Dis- but you know what? You don't expect anything different from CNN. 
You don't expect anything different from them at all. Look at the stuff that they're guilty of. Look at the stuff that they're doing. I'll let God judge them. I'll play the video. Can I just add one point about these these, these kitty porn cases? Kitty porn. This, this came up, I remember, when I was an assistant U.S. attorney back in the 90s, is that when those, uh, when those uh, sentencing guidelines were written for those cases, th this was a time when uh, the people who committed these crimes would order individual photos and, 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 get, and then get them usually through email, um, and then uh, they would be sentenced based on the number of photos they possessed. This was all pre-internet. So uh, once the internet came in and, and people got um, access to hundreds and then thousands of photos, they would, the, the sentencing guidelines would reflect blah, 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 hundreds blah, and then blah, thousands blah, of blah, photos. Blah, 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 Federal blah, blah, judges blah. have been struggling with the issue of how do you create a fair system that was designed pre-internet that was, yet you have to sentence people. Nobody cares. Across the country, including Republican appointed judges, have been saying, look, we can't apply the rules um, pre, that, that were designed pre-internet for an internet society. And many judges have been giving somewhat less sentences as a result. And I thought that was a very clear explanation of why Judge Jackson uh, Im imposed sentences that were all prison sentences. It wasn't like she was letting these people go, but they were somewhat less than the guidelines because the guidelines had not been adapted for the Internet era. Yeah, okay. Like I just said, let's go ahead and click that button again. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing that you said just made sense. As a matter of fact, everybody on my show and watching out there in Real America's Voice Land that just heard your entire rambling of nonsense is now dumber for having heard what you just said. I award you no points and may God. <laughs> Have mercy on your soul. Five points for if anybody knows where that came from. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to Jeffrey. Zooming tubing for being such a dumb, dumb. I really don't know how. I don't know a nicer way to say that. All right, folks, we're moving on from the dum-dums at CNN to a more serious topic now. I've been reporting to you quite a bit lately about this neo-Nazi group, this Azov Battalion in Ukraine that have not only aligned themselves right alongside Vladimir Zelensky, actor, producer, president of Ukraine, but also folks are fighting alongside the military and are recognized as active militia members for Ukraine right now. That is the neo-Nazi group, the Azov Battalion. Now, it's not me that's calling them a neo-Nazi group. It's not Putin that's calling them a neo-Nazi group. It's not Joe Biden or cackling Kamala Harris. It's not Stretch Face Armstrong or crying Chuck Schumer. Nope. It's actually Time Magazine who first exposed the Azov Battalion. And then, of course, the left was all over this for a few years. And now, like I said, from neo-Nazis to war heroes in Ukraine. Anyway, I have been telling you 
about the reports where they have been using children and women as human shields as they set up their offensive military posts in residential areas in an attempt to be weak cowards and hope that it draws no fire from the Russian military. Now, in light of this Azov battalion working legally with Zelensky, the Russian government is now calling for the United States of America to impeach resident corn pop Joe Biden because he has illegally funded this well-known and documented neo-Nazi group called the Azov Battalion. Let's get into this story because I also agree and you can say it all you want, but there's some truth into this. If you are illegally funding a neo-Nazi group while calling every Trump supporter here a neo-Nazi, then yes, I agree that's just the number 11 reasons why you should be impeached come January 2023. The chairman of the state in Russian parliament has called on the United States Congress to impeach Joe Biden. The U.S. Congress must end the double standard and hold Joe Biden responsible, they wrote. On the official Telegram channel, there's no way around it if the United States wants to obey their own rule of law. According to Vladin, in 2017, the United States Congress passed a bill prohibiting supplying the Ukrainian Azov Battalion with American arms. That is true. Looked it up. 2017 did happen since Azov was designated a neo-Nazi organization. Azov uses the same emblem as Adolf Hitler's 2nd SS Panzer Division Das Reich. White supremacy and neo-Nazism are unacceptable and have no place in our world. Representative Ro Khanna, from Dem- uh, from a Democrat from California, said in 2018, I am very pleased that the recently passed omnibus bill prevents the U.S. from providing arms and training assistance to the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion fighting in Ukraine. Well, isn't that something? That's what I love about the Internet. It never forgets, and you're not even going to hear anyone on Fox News or anywhere else tell you this because they don't want you to know. In a January 2018 report, the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab confirmed that Azov Battalion was a recipient of U.S. arms, according to... China's Global Times. Since its foundation in 2014, the autonomous militia unit within the Ukrainian army has been a haven for far-right radicals from all over the world, except, ladies and gentlemen, I don't believe in 2022 you can call far-right radicals Nazis because now everything is flipped and the far-left radicals are now Nazis. So it is odd how they refer to it as far-right. Anyway, let's move on. From all over the world, including the USA, the defense of the city of Maripol is largely in the hands of the Azov Battalion. Strangely, this fact is hardly ever mentioned in the mainstream media who are usually desperate to find neo-Nazis amongst MAGA supporters. Isn't that something? I guess what's good for the goose isn't what's good for the gander. Now, Corn Pop Joe Biden has promised Ukraine $800 million in military aid, including an 800 anti-air missiles and 9,000 anti-tank rockets. The package includes switchblade attack drones, And during the botched uh, Afghanistan withdrawal, Biden wiped out an entire Afghan army, including seven children, with a drone attack following the horrific terror attack that left 13 servicemen and women dead and 190 Afghans dead. Anyway, the Azov Battalion 
well-oiled PR machine has been producing Ukraine's best quality war videos with camera drones perfectly capturing the attacks. The Daily Telegraph writes, Ukraine has happily used Azov's videos as visual proof of the country's counterattacks on the invading Russian army. Long story short, folks, I wouldn't put my trust in any neo-Nazi group, and neither did the United States government because they actually outlawed any monies going to them while funding them. The hypocrisy of the left, folks, it knows no bounds. We'll be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. I'm going to hammer it home every day. I know people have left this show because of my reporting on this, and I get it. I, I, I know this because we've gotten emails on it. I know this because people think that I am just, every time you say something bad about Ukraine, you, you basically desecrate the people that are dying there, and you are cheerleading for Putin. No, I'm not. Neither of those things is true, as a matter of fact. What is true is I'm always going to find the truth, and I'm always going to tell it to you. And the worst thing about the truth to some unfortunately, is it hurts. And I'm sorry that that hurts. I'm sorry that truth and justice hurts. But if truth and justice does hurt, you may need to rethink where your priorities are in life and readjust them. I'm not speaking to anybody in specifically. I'm just speaking in general as a human being. Because the truth is out there and it will set you free. Melly says, Melly says Zelensky failed as an actor and a comedian, and even as a prostitute man. Mountain Tortuga said, it is sad no one wants to believe the truth. I know. What are you going to say? It keeps smacking us in the face every day. It keeps saying to us in our face, screaming at us, hey, we're right here. And we're just like, we just don't care. I mean, for the majority of us. I know we do here on this channel, but you get what I'm saying, right? Get what I'm saying. You're welcome, Sabrina. You're welcome, Shelly. It's not my wife, Sabrina, by the way. The truth hurts and people can't take it. Yep, I get it. I get it. Jeremy, you have you have to do what you have to know is right. You have to do what you know is right. Amen. Amen. I love reading your guys' comments during the show. I really do. It really does uh, keep me grounded and keep me basically... I want to hear what you're saying about what I'm reporting. And uh, if I don't watch, if I don't see what you're saying about my reporting, then what, you know, I have to make sure that I'm, that, that we're connecting, that we understand exactly what I'm trying to convey because there's been so much miscommunication. Some people have, have emailed me and, and, and we agree a hundred percent, but yet you would think that I just basically told them that their favorite person in the world hates them and that their dog died. And it's like, whoa, 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 that's not what I meant at all. So, you know, a lot of times things get lost in translation, but it is what it is. It is what it is, right? We got to work, we got to do it with what we get, you know, we got to work with what we got, I should say. Let's come back from this, uh, wait till you see this next segment, at least the second part of it anyway. I'm going to blow the roof off Bill Barr. So if you want anybody in the world to understand who Bill Barr really is, you might want to let them know to watch this segment right here. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. God bless you, and thank you for being here tonight on Real America's Voice News. And every night, Monday through Friday, as we're always bringing you the truth, the news, some laughs, some cries, some emotions, some ups, some downs, and whatever else Live from America brings. But as we get back into this right now, I do believe 100% and have believed for quite some time that we need to get everybody, 
as we any anybody we possibly can screaming as loud as they can and what i'm really calling on here is people in the house and people in the senate people who have voices governors senators state senators state legislators everybody who has a loud voice and i'm talking about content creators people on the internet whatever we have to call for a special counsel right now to probe the big guy joe biden over this laptop now i know that circle back i just got infected with covid gen covid gen saki will tell you that Hunter Biden doesn't work for the federal government, so I would direct all questions to Hunter Biden's attorneys and the Department of Justice. Blah, 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 blah. That's all she says now when anything's mentioned about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden doesn't work for the federal government. (laughs) Okay, well, you know what my response would be? It's a good thing that I'm not in that press secretary room or that press room, that White House press room, because I would say, whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody said he worked for the federal government, Jen. And no, I will not stop so that you can talk to somebody else and I will not be quiet so you can raise your little little red lying hood voice over mine. It is a valid question because the big guy, Joe Biden, who actually does work for the federal government, who arguably is the head of the federal government, is implicated and referenced in Hunter Biden's laptop of illegal dealings all over the world, bribery and many other uh, illegal activities and felonies. And he's implicated, referenced, and spoke about many times throughout all of these devices. The laptop, the cell phones, and everything. So yes, Jen, nice move. I like to see I, li- I like to see you try to dance like Michael Jackson up there and moonwalk around my question, but you're not finishing this, this uh, little event today until you answer that question. Or else we'll all get kicked out of here and we can end this stuff right now. And any liberal know-nothing crybaby reporter who tried to speak above me, I'd speak above them too like a petulant child until you answered the people's question. And I would expose you and everybody in that room. We do need a special prosecutor right now. And it is very odd, isn't it, that all of this talk about sanctions on these people and all of a sudden this pops up? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Seems kind of iffy and sketchy to me. I think there's some stuff going on behind the scenes that you and I are not aware of. Why else would this be happening right now under Democrat rule? Think about it. It doesn't make any sense, right? Not only did Hunter Biden introduce his vice president father to a senior Ukrainian business partner in 2015, but his emails from 2017 revealed stemming from businesses, uh, business across the globe, thousands of dollars were supposedly set aside for the big guy, an unnamed source who was on the email discussing um, remuneration packages the day after it was published that the ambiguous reference was directly tied to Joe Biden. Tony Bobolinsky, a former bu- a business partner of the Bidens, went on record a week later to confirm the identity of the big guy as the former vice president, slated to receive 10% of the cash and an equity deal. Hunter Biden called his dad the big guy, or my chairman, and frequently referenced asking him for his sign-off or advice on various potential deals that we, that we were discussing, Bobolinsky wrote in a statement sent to the Federalist and other outlets. The implications here, folks, are enormous, and they far outweigh any implications that we have on world, peop- on world dictators that we hate so much, like Vladimir Putin. 
Many big questions remain unanswered about President Biden's personal involvement with his son's extensive potential, potentially criminal business ventures. Look, folks, we all know the truth. You know the truth. I've seen the laptop. You've seen the laptop. The laptop alone is enough to get somebody strung up and burned alive in the old days. Okay, bad stuff. Bad news bears. Not good. And everybody covered for them, and everybody will go down who covered for them, including Bill Barr. Now, this is the part that I could not wait to get to, ladies and gentlemen. Bill Barr is turning out to be as much of a traitor, in my opinion, as Mike Pence. Bill Barr is destroying any legacy that this guy ever had. He is exposing himself as a weak coward, never Trumper, Trump-hating scumbag, who should have never been put in that position to begin with because what you're about to see exposes Bill Barr in a way that nobody else is talking about. And what do I mean by that? Well, quite simply, folks, he agrees that the Hunter Biden laptop is not only real, but that it was used to actually interfere in an election to get Hunter or to get Joe Biden elected and did nothing about it. He basically tells on himself while he's trying to lie to Fox News viewers about this election. He basically tells right on himself. No, not basically. He does tell on himself. Check this out. I want to ask you about Hunter Biden because you write about this in some level of detail in the book. Joe Biden, when he was a candidate, Jen Psaki, both dismissed this as it's just Russian disinformation. Now, none other than the New York Times has confirmed. Yes, indeed, there was a laptop that was dropped off at a shop in Delaware. And yes, indeed, it had emails on it that are now being investigated by the Department of Justice. You say that you yelled at President Trump when he asked you about it. You said, Mr. President, I can't talk about that. I am not going to. Trump protested, you know, if that was one of my kids, and you said, damn it, Mr. President, I'm not going to talk to you about Hunter Biden, period. You are no longer in office, so let's get you to talk about it. Where do you think this is headed? Well, you know, I'm limited in what I can say because I don't want to discuss any possible ongoing investigations. Like what? My reaction to the president there was obviously... uh, resisting the idea of injecting uh, a criminal investigation of one of the candidate's children into the race uh, when when there hasn't been any definitive judgment over at the Department of Justice. So I made it clear. Uh, I want to stop that right there. I want to stop that right there. He said there's been no definitive proof or anything over at the Department of Justice that verifies the contents of the laptop yet. That's why he didn't want to interject in the presidential Campaign. That's his words. But then watch what he says right after. Going to discuss criminal cases with him, especially mm-hmm. ones that he might have an interest in. Uh, so I would, I would still do that today. But I was very disturbed during the debate when, when uh, candidate Biden lied to the American people about the laptop. He squarely confronted with the laptop, and he suggested that it was Russian disinformation and pointed to the letter written by some intelligence people that was baseless, uh, which he knew was, was a lie. And uh, I, was, I was shocked by that. And fortunately, the DNI came out and said, no, it's, it's, it's not disinformation. The FBI said the same thing. Media ignored it. Uh, so when you're talking about interference in an election, I, I can't think of anything more uh, than that no, kind no, of knowing what All you right, know. Stop the... it right there. Stop it right there. That's all I need to hear. 
That's all I need to hear from your mumbling and your ranting. You literally, you, you contradicted yourself in the same sentence. You implicated yourself as a liar. And you implicated yourself as knowing that the laptop was real, knowing that it existed, knowing that the contents of it were not Russian disinformation. And you said, well, I didn't want to interject it into the campaign because it was one of the candidate's sons and it would have swayed the election. Plus, we couldn't really verify the everything over at the Department of Justice. But then he says, I will say I was very upset that uh, that uh, candidate Biden sat up there and lied to the American people and said that no laptop existed and that it was Russian dif- disinformation when he knew that was a lie. And then he says, thankfully, the DNI came out and said that the contents of it were real and that it wasn't Russian disinformation and glad we got that all cleared up and figured out. Well, I'm glad you got that up and cleared all, all figured out too, Bill Barr. I'm glad too, because what that tells us is you knew everything about this laptop and you did nothing to stop it. You knew everything about the laptop and you did nothing to stop it. That makes you, Bill Barr, an accomplice. That makes you, Bill Barr, an accomplice to a stolen election, and you lied about it, and now you're writing books and cashing in on it. And I hope President Trump comes back after you and puts you right in this entire investigation with Hunter Biden and the big guy. We'll be right back right after this to close out the show. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. So there you go, guys. There's really nothing. Now, I want you to listen to now. I'm not going to play this for the RAV crew because I, we're on time restraints there with actual time. But I want to go back and I want to play a part for you that I didn't get to play. And this was the very end and what he said. Listen to what he says when asked if President Trump has any kind of like legal fight in this now that, he, that we know this to be true, even though we actually knew back then. But listen to watch what he says here. Do you think that there is any legal liability for the president here? Perhaps not I, while he's I, in I, office. I wouldn't want to. Okay, he's talking about Biden on that. Let me ask it a different way, though. So Look at that. He says, "Do you think there's any legal, anything legal implications here for Biden while he's in office?" He goes, "I don't want to get in on that." Here, let's go back and watch that again. Perhaps not I, while he's I, in I, office. I wouldn't want to venture to pay. Back it legal up. liability for the president here. Perhaps not I, while he's I, in I, office. I wouldn't want to venture an opinion on that Let me oh ask you wouldn't want to venture an opinion on that bud huh you wouldn't want to venture an opinion on that that's a little bit too much for you that's a little bit out of your wheelhouse you run your little gums you bump your gums about everything else to sell your books but you don't want to run your mouth about that one there billy bar huh you weak coward you feckless loser that's what you are Like, I get it. A lot of people don't like me to call people names. That guy's a straight-up loser. He's a straight-up loser, and he's a straight-up puppet, and he's a a straight-up coward. Period. I mean, what kind of a loser tells you, oh, we couldn't verify it. Well, thank thank God we verified it, and, and shame on Joe Biden for lying about it. Well, why didn't you speak up and say something about it then, Mr. Captain Bullfrog? Bill the Bullfrog Bar? Compromise, duh. All right, let's come back and finish the show out. Unreal. Unreal. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. Look, can we say the word of the day like on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Bill Barr is compromised. Bill Barr is a 
traitor. Can you say compromised, little boys and girls? Com oh, wait. Oh, wait. I forgot. It's 2022. Can you say compromised, little theys and thems? Little thems and theys. Can we say compromised? Because that is what Bill the Bullfrog Bar is. Compromised. Thank you, theys and thems. Unbelievable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I got a little bit of a good news before we end the show, but then we have to do, um, we've got to honor some Marines after that. But some good news here, what's left of the GOP, and there's not much left because we've been kind of taking it over, but they've actually done something that's worth a little bit of a praise here, and, and it's actually very smart. The GOP, one of their new ideas is that they will be launching Republican voter registration sites at gas stations. Because, <laughs> you know, the gas prices, the gas prices, remember that right there? Thank Joe Biden for the gas prices. I think that's incredible. I think it's incredible for the Republican Party to put their registration sites at gas stations. It makes people remember when they're going in there who they should vote for. So big shout out. We will say good job, Ronna McDaniel. Good job for having a good idea for once in your life while you're representing the rest of us. That's actually pretty smart. And I like that. Now, I'd like to have a moment of silence, if we can. I'd like to have a moment of silence for four Marines who have lost their lives. Four U.S. Marines died in a NATO drill after an Osprey crashed in Norway. Authorities say that four U.S. Marines have been killed when their Osprey aircraft crashed in the Norwegian town in the Arctic Circle during NATO exercise unrelated to the Ukrainian war. Maybe we should not be in NATO exercises. Anyway, we've lost four brothers, ladies and gentlemen, four Marines out of our wonderful military. So please, if we can have a moment of silence for these four Marines. Sad when any of our uh, Americans die, but definitely ones that sign up to, uh, to fight, and now they've lost their lives. Usually we end on a happy note, but I wanted to end honoring our Marines. Folks, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Thank you for sticking around. I appreciate it. God bless you. If you like what you see, go to JeremyHarrell.com for more. Please consider becoming a one-time or a monthly donor as we are entirely viewer-funded, so we need to stay here somehow. And also check out some good MAGA music, sign up for the newsletter, and sign anybody up for a Bible who might need one. We'll send it to you for free. There are right ways and wrong ways, folks, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. God bless. See you later.